game. Blouses. Gallon Chuck. Disaster. Afrogetti. Disaster. Well, I mean, I'm no doctor. We now join America's most popular show already in progress. Everybody loves Mitch and Sean. You guys are the greatest duo. Fantastic. That team sure did suck last night. They just played sucked. I've seen teams suck before, but they were the suckiest bunch of sucks that ever sucked. Welcome to another edition of the Post Game Pines podcast. As uh, we have a lot to get to on this episode of the podcast, we will talk about the Montreal Canadiens. Are they going to be able to gel? Which original six team wins the Stanley Cup next? And who is the best winger currently playing in Canada? But first, what are you drinking? Uh, today, I am drinking a Labrosse Brewery Blonde. James Blonde, that is what I am drinking. It's very good beer, very light. Uh, uh, It's got the breakdown on the back, as you can see. And I highly recommend you checking it out at labrosse.com. Check it out, 133 Labrosse in Point Claire. Speaking of Point Claire, just a little shout out, Mitch. You know it's my shirt. To the P. I know all the boys out there, they've been listening and they're talking about the podcast. Uh, everybody that plays in the P can't wait to get back. Mitch, I know that you and I play together. We've been playing together for years. We were ready for a championship run. But anybody who's playing in any beer league and just waiting it out throughout the coronavirus, we're thinking of you and uh, we can't get wait to get back on the ice. Just shout out to the P. Well said, Sean. I feel for all the beer league hockey players out there. Nobody's getting their cardio in anymore. Nope. Uh, that's why I'm this high. You don't want to see what's down here. Sean, you exercise once a week, and now you exercise zero times a week. And I have more beer. <laughs> On that front, uh, let's get to uh, the rapid fire. We start, Sean, with the Montreal Canadiens. Now, things are going to happen very quickly whenever the NHL does come back, assuming it's not for a full training camp to start the 2021-2022 season. Do you think the Canadians are going to have any issues Jelly. No, no, I don't because there's a couple things here. Their core is still there. Look, they brought in and, and there's a you know a backup goalie. You don't have to worry about gelling with a backup goalie. And you have a new defenseman. I get that. Actually, two Romanoff likely gonna be there. And he was already part of the bubble. So Edmondson's the only one that really has to find a partner and find a spot. And his partner might just be Romanoff. Your top four might be the same, might be Sherratt Weber. Uh, Kulak and Petrie and then your two new defensemen are five six that's it it's gonna be Romanoff and Joel Edmondson that might so you don't have to really worry about gelling uh, you know you have one of the most complete lines in Tatar, Deneau and Gallagher you can move forward with that Suzuki and Drew Wayne they show chemistry so you're giving them a new guy plus 
by all accounts, the Canadians locker room is a good locker room that's open. It's inviting. Uh, they know exactly where they are. I, I don't think they're going to have any trouble gelling and getting to the next level. I, 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 they may take a while and you might see a line switch here and a line switch there. And I know it's all about chemistry on the ice, but I think there's enough talent to get by that they'll be able to figure that out through training camp and then start things off on the right foot once anything happens. Yeah, Sean, see, I, I disagree with you. Maybe, maybe saying they're going to have issues is a little strong, but I think it's not going to come as quick as maybe people are hoping. The season is going to be shorter. There's going to be less time to be able to get that work in. And also training camp is probably going to be very short if we have a season for 2021. Like, we're looking at maybe one exhibition game in one week and then – puck drops and the games count for real now the canadians let's forget about the blue line but i do think you know 33 percent of that blue line is different which could you know have issues jelly but for me it's the fact that you add two top nine forwards and more specifically you add two forwards that are going to factor in on the power play and the power play is going to be a big question mark for the canadians but if they want to play well it's also going to have to be a difference maker for the canadians okay okay but here's the thing the power play wasn't gelling anyways so who cares if they just still don't well, well sean sean i care because no. the power play was bad last year and the canadians I know, were but, bad. but the canadians player. were bad last year so, so if it's bad again they're going to be bad again yeah but if they bring in new players and it doesn't gel is it the power play or is it the players that gel bringing in new players will likely make it better just because they were so low i i mean it can it get worse than what we've seen? And I know they were middle of the pack this year, but it's about getting to that, that next level. I do get with the forwards, the, the two things you said with Josh Anderson, because there will be a player that's going to be uncomfortable. If it's a Tyler Toffoli or a Yoel Armia playing on the left side, maybe they'll be nice and easy and comfortable, but there will be a player that will be likely uncomfortable. How quickly can they adapt to that position? That is a legit question that they won't have much time in a training camp. Well, I just thought I'd throw it. You're right, but I still think when you're just with guys and you're in the locker room and you're able to just, you know, talk it out, you should be able to figure it out. But they can't figure it out with losses. They have to figure it out with wins. Yeah, and I'm, I'm not talking about, you know, chemistry inside the locker room. I'm talking about chemistry on the ice. We've heard years, for years, how great that locker room is and how tight they are. And every year it's the greatest locker room they've ever had. Well, it hasn't translated to win, so I don't care about that. All I care about is the product that I see on the ice. All right, Mitch, as we continue the rapid fire here on the Post Game Pines podcast, I would like to ask you, which original six team do you think can win the Stanley Cup next out of all of them? Which is the next original six team to win the Cup? Sean, I'm going to go with uh, the New York Rangers. I think they are most poised to win the next Stanley Cup of the original six teams. I think that Boston is getting older. I think Toronto has made some mistakes as far as their contract, salary distribution, and that I, don't, I still don't think they're great on the blue line. And I think if you look at some of the things they've done, it's like, okay, they brought in Wayne Simmons because they need to get tougher and more truculent, but they don't have Kyle Clifford anymore. So did they, they replace Kyle Clifford with Wayne Simmons? To me, it's a, like a lateral move. It's, it doesn't make them better. It makes them the same. 
Joe Thornton and Jason Spezza, to me, they're the same player. So I don't know what those two guys are going to bring to the team. I like the acquisition of – They're not the same player. Thornton's better. Thornton's better. Well, no, right now they're the same. Thornton's better. Thornton Thornton was better. They're the same. Joe Thornton is better. I'm writing that one down. You just like him because he's as old as you. Look, I'm older than Joe Thornton. Slightly. We were the same draft class. They just missed you guys. You guys are both older than uh, than Kyle Dubas and uh, Sheldon Keith. But anyway, but hold on, hold on. We would both do the same thing if we scored four goals in an NHL game. Yes, sure. Um, Let's let's forget about Toronto though. I've I've told you my issues with them. So I'm going to put them to the side. I like where Montreal is going, but I still think there's issues with Montreal too. I don't think they're going to win the Stanley Cup this year. Then they have Dano and Tatar's free agents and Armia. Then they have Kokinemi's contract to deal with. Then they have Suzuki's contract to deal with. Price and Weber are getting older. So we'll see on Montreal. Uh, Chicago is in a rebuild. So we'll see how it goes for them. But they're nowhere near... Uh, rounding the corner of that rebuild. So to me, it's the New York Rangers. The Rangers have dynamic players. They're good on the blue line. They're good in goal with two different guys. They got the top pick in the draft with Lafreniere. Panarin, you mentioned it three podcasts ago. You think he's one of the best players in the league. Zabanajad, I think, is a really underrated guy. Sean, this is going to be a good team. The Rangers are going to be a very good team. Okay, I get your Rangers, and, and you're looking at the development side and the, the Rangers versus where the Canadians are. I think Chicago could turn it around pretty quickly because, you know, yes, they're star players and the guys that they're paying. They're not 36, they're 32. It's time for them to do a quick little turnaround. And, and yeah, I'm like you with the Canadians. I like the turnaround that they've made. I, I'm, I'm, I'm probably a little higher on Toronto than you are, and if it's a shortened season coming up, you know, all you have to do is get a little bit of a burst. You know I'm not huge on Freddie Anderson, so maybe they need to make a little bit of a change on goal. They do have problems. Goaltending's not the issue. They do have they not do the have issue. problems on the blue line, but Morgan Riley can carry the load because he's one of the best defensemen that no one talks about in the league. But Mitch, you didn't answer you didn't answer this question properly. Which team had the best record in the National Hockey League last year? And I know that there may not be progressing to the next level, but it's the Boston Bruins. The Boston Bruins are the closest team to winning the Stanley Cup. They still no, have the, the question. The question was the question was who isn't the who is the closest? The question is who is the next? Yeah, we're making, we're making a year. prediction. It the Boston Bruins next year. They probably have a better chance than anybody else. They still have the best line in the league. They still everybody thinks Rask is retired, but nothing's happened there. They still have Rask and Halak as a goaltending pairing. Oh, Chair is going to retire. Who cares? Krug left. Yeah, they got a hole to fill there. That's fine. Okay. But at the same time, the core of that team is still there. And the Boston Bruins, yes, things have changed a little bit for them. But have the Boston Bruins gone from one of the best teams in the league to a team that won't even make the playoffs? They're easily going to be on the playoffs. And you have a line of Bergeron, Marshawn, and Pasternak on uh, like 20 minutes a night. You're still going to be in contention to win a Stanley Cup. And they may be the next team out of the original six to win the Stanley Cup sooner rather than later because their window is smaller, but they are still at the top. They're still one of the premier teams in the East. I am going with the Boston Bruins. And I know not, we don't know East, West, and divisions might be different. Not, 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 not for much longer. That's a team going in the other direction. 
Are the players you named good? Yeah, they're good. Are they going to win the Stanley Cup? No. And then next year, they're even older than they are this year. That's not I'll take, a team I'll take trending the in the right the, direction. I'll um, take the Bruins over the Rangers. Uh, for the next team to win the Stanley Cup? Well, then you think the Boston Bruins are winning the Stanley Cup this year or next year? Well, I told you. That's, that's their window. Right now, original six teams, it goes Rangers, Leafs, Habs, Hawks, Red Wings, Bruins. Bruins, Leafs, Rangers, Habs, Hawks, Red Wings. Boom. Done. Do we have anything else to talk about before we get into random sports thoughts? Who do you think the best winger in Canada is? Marner. Yeah, I agree. Marner. Boom. Do you have any uh, honorable mentions? Line A. Wheeler. I'll take Wheeler over Line A any day. I would not. You you wouldn't take just because Wheeler's old? Like right He's old and, uh, and Line A scores. Yeah, Wheeler is still going to be better than him this year. No doubt about it. Yeah, yeah. No doubt about it. I like the question, though. Too bad we agree. Yeah, that sucks. I like the question. Too bad we agree. Too bad we I'll agree. I'll write that down. That's not getting any hits. Okay. I'm, I'm, Dave's in charge of the hits. It's not me. I just write shit down. That's all I do. Uh, all right. A random sports loss. This is when our jam hits. I always start this one off, right, Mitch? Sorry, I wrote them down. I got to check them. I apologize. Right. You okay with that? Yeah. You want me to go first or are you ready to I go? Actually, I actually tweeted this one out. Uh, I tweeted this one out uh, last week and I tagged you in it. Yep. And I put the hashtag, random sports lots. Feel free to throw the hashtag out there here on the Postgame Pines podcast. Feel free to do that. Brought you by. LeBros, LeBros.com. Check them out. 133 LeBros. Oh, that new series is great. Double IPA. That's two episodes in a row. You dropped the double IPA. All right. I'm going to go with Mitch. You ever think about it? The worst trade in the NHL is also the best trade in the NHL. How do you figure? The worst trade in the NHL, let's just go with the example that everybody's been talking about in the last calendar week. It's that Patrick Waugh traded to the Colorado Avalanche, right? The yeah. worst trade ever. But it's also the best trade ever when it comes to the Colorado Avalanche. The worst trade is also the best trade. It is one and the same. It just depends on which side you're looking at. So the worst trade in the NHL is also the best trade in the NHL. Because if you ask, what's the best trade ever made? Colorado's going, Patrick Waugh! Yeah, I guess uh, you're you're playing with language there, and uh, from now on we'll say, just just for your uh, well-being, we'll say the most lopsided trade as opposed to the worst trade. Yeah, do it for me, please. I'll do it. I'll do that for you. Uh, Shampoo is lopsided. Writing that Wait, that's not what I said. Uh, Sean, uh, my first random sports thought, and it kind of is uh, in relation to what you're talking about. It was way easier. To rip off general managers in trades in the 80s and 90s and this today. Yeah. 
I mean, they, but they also used to do like this six player deal. You didn't have to worry about contracts and cap situations. I think the cap kills the, the ripping off because you just be able to player, 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 I'll take four, you take two, no problem. We'll just bulk it out. We don't even care about money. Uh, I, I, I think the cap is, has made it really hard to rip a general manager off because everybody's equated to a dollar value. Yeah, I, I, I also think that, you know, general managers are better as a whole and more informed as a whole. Like, I don't think there's a Rajah rule among the general managers right now. Don't, don't, don't do that to Reggie. Reggie's one of the nicest guys I've ever met in the whole wide world. Oh, Sean, he's a nice guy. And so are you. You're both terrible GMs. Are you kidding me? I'd be an incredible GM. Campbell would be an incredible GM. <laughs> All right, my second round of- You're actually not a nice guy. Maybe you'd be a good GM. No, I, I know I come across as a nice guy here on the Post Game Fights uh, podcast, but I'm a bit of a jerk. <laughs> Dave can attest when he gets to the uh, uh, pop quiz coming up uh, soon. All right, uh, my second round of sports slot. The Alouettes should take Montreal FC before the impact do. Well, here's the thing about that. I agree with you because the Alouettes are an FC, or the where the Impact are an FC. So it would make more sense for the Alouettes than the Impact. That would be great, eh? If the Alouettes just like the Impact's like, oh, we're gonna change, we're gonna rebrand Montreal FC, and the Alouettes are like, yeah, but we've already uh, we've already copyrighted that. We've already got the patent. You can't, you know, trademark. It's done. Sorry, we're we're Montreal FC. We don't call ourselves that, but we are. The football club just so you know yeah well sean uh, that that brings me to my uh, second random sports thought which is i'm tired of mls teams and and for soccer in this country to try to appeal to north american fans <laughs> by copying everything that's done in europe like if, if you want to appeal to north american fans Shouldn't you copy what the other North American leagues are doing? Like, how come every soccer game I watch, the commentator is British? Why? Why is there no people speaking like me on play-by-play -play for soccer games? Uh, by the Why way, I, I've done play-by-play -play of soccer. It's not easy. I feel like it would be easier if I was British. I mean, I should, use the, I should, I should try and like get into my heritage and use that Campbell background and and just bring out the hard Scottish accent and just yeah. talk like Sean Connery. And... <laughs> might might get a job in soccer play-by-play -play if he did that. And uh, then you look at these MLS teams. Just about drinking two beers, by the way. Like, why you Toronto FC? and Montreal FC, and Real Salt Lake, and Sporting Kansas City. Why are we doing this? I think it's Sporting Kansas City FC, by the way. <laughs> well, that's what, well, all of them, Chicago Fire FC. Why? Inter-Miami. No, you're not, you're Miami. What, what is this Inter-Miami? It's Internationale. <laughs> yeah. Makes no sense to me. Yeah. Uh, Post Game Pints FC is the name of the podcast. <laughs> I like that. I like I that still, one. Uh, by the way, I've come up with a lot of podcast names for this episode. Uh, Dave's going to have his work cut out for him. All right. 
my my final random sports slot, and this was just for you, Mitch. Just for you. Carson Wentz is made to be a Chicago Bears quarterback. And my final random sports thought, Sean. No comments. Is he just hates Carson Wentz so much? I don't hate Carson Wentz. I don't. He's gonna be a Chicago Bears quarterback. I don't. They go. You don't want to talk about it. I got it. You don't want to talk about it. It's fine. Go. I don't hate Carson Wentz, by the way. I think he's played like trash. My third random sports thought is there is a generation of fans that the P.K. Subban, Shea Weber deal is their equivalent to the Patrick Watt trade that happened 25 years ago. (laughs) But on which side? I don't know. It was a trade that kind of worked out for both sides, but maybe more long-term for Montreal. So I don't know for which side, but that was the most significant trade of their life. Yeah, it's a, it's a generational thing. Every every generation has a thing. Now, I know that I'm, you know, the elder statesman here, Mitch, and I cover more generations. Uh, that's that's, I, that's I'm not looking down that way. I'm just saying that that's the way it looks. But it just, I get it. When I when I talk to somebody and they talk about P.K. Subban and Shea Weber like it's the other world, one of the first things I ask them is, like, how old are they? Yeah. Because then I get to another generation where it's Chris Chelios and Denny Savard. And I'm like... I know how old you are. Then I get to a generation, it's Patrick Waugh. Boom. I, I know exactly what generation you, you are. Then, you know, people talk about trading uh, Cordic for Cortnell or Knuckles moving on, or you get it. It just, every generation has a trade that they will harp on forever. So, Sean, we, uh, we both worked uh, that day slash night when Subban was traded by the Montreal Canadiens. Do you think that in 25 years from now, when you're in your late 60s and I'm in my early 50s, that we will be revisiting the trade the way we revisit the Patrick Watt trade? Both players are still playing. Let's see if uh, one of them goes on to win two Stanley Cups for their team. And then, yeah, I think you do. If, If Shea Weber goes and wins two Stanley Cups for the Canadians, 25 years later, the trade that was made, boom. Lifting Stanley Cup, Shea Weber, blah, 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 blah. 100% the trade that was made. It changed everything. Uh, I know PK is no longer with Nashville, but PK goes to win the Stanley Cup and leads a team. But, but the trade, the Canadians, what could have had. If they go win Stanley Cups, it is so much more. Patrick Will winning a uh, Stanley Cup in 1996 and 2001 is what is is why we're still talking about it 25 years later. I shrugged my shoulders for those on uh, SoundCloud. <laughs> Just letting you know. All right. Hey, hey Mitch, is it time to uh, bring in uh, our partner in crime here on the Post Game Pines podcast? I know that we are the face that makes the place, uh, but uh, the guy that runs the place is Dave Trent Dewey. As uh, Dave Trent Dewey has a pop quiz for us. Dave! What's, what's up, guys? Up? How are you? Whoa, 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 Dave. Last time you were on the Post Game Pines podcast, you had a Christmas tree behind you. Yeah, it's kind of, it's still here. It's still here. Okay, okay. Yeah! Dave. Christmas tree. Dave, <laughs> Dave, 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 there's something Is that you a have real to know. tree or a fake tree? It's a fake tree. I don't do real trees. Oh my god. 
Let's they're fire Italian people. They're fire hazards. First I- Italians and your fake trees. My goodness. Who is lighting fire to their Christmas tree? It's the pine. It gets with the electrical. It's a bad idea. All right. Okay, Dave. Dave, look, <laughs> I thought you did a really good job the first time you did a pop quiz, uh, pop quiz with us okay. here on the Post Game Pines podcast because you had the Christmas tree. You had a good background. Uh-oh. I'm very disappointed with your background. Right well, now. if if I want to point to that one, that is. I a, see a black thing on your wall. That's a shotorama. So basically, you put a ball down, and uh, it tells you who's going to take the next shot. Alcoholic beverage shot. I don't know. I feel like Gallows is nicely Muhammad Ali. Nice picture. All right, I work on my background. Too, mine's way too busy. <laughs> I'll work on way my background for next game. Oh, yeah, I love. There's so much. There's so much going on back there. Yeah. It's, I like that Super Nintendo cartridge. It's different every episode, by the way. I know. And I like the uh, I like the sticker under your, your mug, too. I did that one for you. I know you love Batman. Thank you. Thank you. All right. All right. Let's get to this pop quiz. Um, in honor of the recent uh, passing, you guys are... Oh, yeah, okay. In honor of the recent passing of uh, great Canadian Pat Patterson, uh, I want. it's going to be a wrestling-themed, uh, uh, you know? Uh, you guys both watch wrestling. You have a title belt in the background, so I hope you guys are are brushed up. So, my question, da, 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 da. <laughs> yes, my question is: I want to know the last ten Canadian, in honor of Pat Patterson, world champions. All right, world champion. Does that go in Universal and heavyweights yes. and WWE? Yes. All the top titles. Okay, All the like top inter- titles. Intercontinental doesn't no. count. No, just the world titles. A bit of a trick question. You got to think a little bit on some of them. Uh, okay. But uh, yeah, go ahead. There's not a lot. There's only 11. So Okay, so the last 10 Canadian world champions? Yes. All right, who gets to go first? Mitch, you want to go first? You want me to go first? Uh, you go first. All right, I'll go Kevin Owens. Yes, correct. Number two, 2017. There was one more recent than him, though. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry. I know who it is. Okay. Uh, Edge. Yes, correct. 2009 is his last title reign. He's number seven. All right. Uh, of course, uh, Bret Hart's going to be on that list. Yes, number 10, 1997. Uh, Christian. That's right. Number four, 2011. Oh, you guys are killing it. Well done with the Christian. Well done with the Christian. Uh, the uh, the uh, Canadian content, uh, let's go with so we're 2-2 right now? Is that where we're two, sitting? 2 that's right. So Christian, Kevin Owens, Edge, Bret Hart, uh, Owen Hart. Owen Hart never won a world title. I just got my wrong, first wrong answer. <laughs> um, I'm going to, uh, to make things awkward and say Chris Benoit. Yes, the one who shall not be named. He last won it in 2004. Uh, Chris Jericho. That's right, 2010, number six. All right, so the... the so we're at 3-3. Three, three. You're at 3-3. Three, three. Four, four left. I have a wrong answer. It's Mitch's turn. Yeah. Chris Jericho is my next answer. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it, Campbell. You got to think off the board here. You guys have got pretty much everybody. Anyways, just carry on. I'll go with uh, Jinder Mahal. Yes. Okay. He was the most recent one. Toronto-born Jinder Mahal. All right. Gallows uh, a 4-3 lead. Wrestling world champion, right? That's right. Natalia. Yes, there you oh. go. Now you're picking what I'm. There you go. Number three, she was a women's champion in 2017. All right, yeah. so then I'll go with Trish Stratus. That's right, 2006. <laughs> so now you already have five. Oh, now I have to get the last one. Yes, 
you should know it, and it's it's a shocking one, but you should know it like really well. Well, uh, yeah. All right. So it's five four, Canadian, world champions. Oh, who am I missing? Who am I missing? Do you know Gallo? You guys want a hint? <sighs> we are at the top. We are at the top because I did get the one wrong answer. It's the last one. I'll give you a it hint. Close to home. Would it be Pat Patterson? It is not. No, he would never okay. won the world title. I didn't think. I didn't think he did. Go ahead, Mitch. Oh, I know who it is. 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 I hope you do. I do. I know right. who it is. I'm out of answers, so go ahead. Pressure's on. It's, it's Maurice. That's right. You got it's it. It's Maurice. You got it's it. It's Maurice. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. So that makes it five five. Right. Who? So we have to figure out who's eleven. Yes. I don't know oh. if you guys are going to get this one. It's very, very obscure. Is it? Is it old? Oh, or two thousand and three. Okay. Uh, I'll give you another hint if you want. Okay, so 2003, this is more Mitch Gallo watching time than me watching time. It is a... Uh, I think I might have been done already by then. Yeah, it is a woman. Okay. She's not around anymore. It's very obscure. They, they never, and they never brought her back? No, and, and, and she won in her debut match on Raw. She won the title in her debut match. She won the title on her debut match? Yeah, it was... Uh, yeah. Oh, no dice. I don't think no. we're gonna get. The All right, it's uh, it's Gail Kim. Not a chance. Oh. I feel like I, I I earned a lot of points for nailing the Marie's. By the way, the Marie's was very good. Yeah. So you guys tied. That's pretty good. We'll keep that in the books. I don't know, Sean. You weren't coming up with Jinder Mahal. Jinder Mahal yeah. was the most recent one. Yeah, that's not the number one answer. Jinder Mahal is not. I got Natalia, <laughs> which made you get Trish Stratus, and then I got Marie's. Uh, no, 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 no. Don't try and pull out a victory here, Mitch. I'm surprised no. none of you said Brock Lesnar. I wouldn't have accepted it anyways, but he is billed from Saskatchewan, technically. Yeah, he used to be doing not so much anymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. All right, Dave, we threw out a lot of names of this podcast. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What, what do you got? Yeah. I liked one of them. Um, oh, man, I forget what it was now. It was no, the last... this is why we have pen and paper. <laughs> what was the last did one you wrote you down? What did, what, did, what did you have? My favorite one was uh, Post Game Pints FC. That's it. That's the one I love as well. I think we go with that one. All right. I, I also will say, this is for you, Maurice. That's right, guys. Cheers, guys. That's it for the Post Game Pints podcast. Campbell, Gallo, he's trying to do it. Do something about your background. Well, how's that for your entertainment value? They've done their job very, very well. No, 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 no. Come on. BBF.